Hello, family, friends, fans, and fellow adventurers, and welcome back to Practical Heroes with our new campaign, Immortals, set in the entirely homebrew world of Eroth. Last time, our party helped to wind down some of the tension in Dragon's End by aiding the town in moving some of the bodies and discarding of the invaders. There were fun stories told to distract some townsfolk, and some harmless trips to return to the Aerocrystal Mines and have a little play around. Fast forward a few hours, and Lord Darkseeker took to the stage as the wake began. He shared some moving words with the town, and then introduced the party, those who had been able to successfully stop what could have been a lethal invasion. Seth and Yuri gave some moving speeches, and Merry enthralled all with her dazzling drum solo. After a while, everyone split off from the celebrations and reunited, hearing some interesting information from the young man they had healed, and other interesting information from Axiel, the court wizard, pertaining to the strange inscription on the inside of the mask Ethan stole. When we left off, they went to sleep, ready for a great big day of shopping. It's like one in the morning, basically, when the festivities start to die down. Um, and you get fairly restful sleep. Um, Enough for a long uh, rest? Yeah. Yeah. Excuse me, will I? I mean, I only regain one hit point, so it's okay. <laughs> but I managed to not lose any, so I'm good. <laughs> um, yeah, you'll get fairly uh, restful sleep. Um, Yuri, mm -hmm. while you're sleeping, you um, you're you're kind of just you know dreaming of wild thorn as you do rocking out and all of that stuff um mm. and it just kind of like shifts to like a nice scene of you just lightly playing the lute you just sat among the grass there's various areas in uh Faltis where there's just quite tall grass um and you start to smell burning um and you kind of sit up and a few of the flowers have caught fire and a few more and then a few more and it spreads outwards and then just slowly the fire seems to almost blink out instantly as it kind of rapidly sucks inwards and then there's just this shining ball of fire starts to like float up from the center and forms into this vaguely humanoid shape you can't make out the features of it it's almost too bright to look at and as it kind of, the light fades ever so slightly, you see a pair of curling horns from its head. And you just hear a slight chuckle. And then you wake up. I wake up with like the biggest smile on my face. Like I'm super, super stoked for this day to start. Like I'm gonna, like I start shaking gun, like, gun, my friend, time to wake up. Come what on, wake up, wake up, wake up. Oh my God. 
Like it was. <laughs> we got to go. It's time. We got we got stuff to do. That can't sleep all the time. Come on. I'll get you. I'll get you breakfast. How about that? What time is it? It's it's time to go. That's what time it is. All right. <laughs> uh, okay. I'll get my stuff. It was it was as well. It's it's worth kind of noting that it was whilst there was like humor to this chuckle. It's also there was a slight kind of ominous okay. overtone to this just kind of <laughs> okay and then it fades like it kind of started off ominous okay. and got a bit more humorous um, you kind of clip clop rush down the stairs <laughs> yeah like I'm super super thrilled what that is I the, saw uh, that what is the moon situation in Aeroth what do we what do we got with uh, that's no moon, that's a death star. No. <laughs> I am fairly certain we have been through this already, and you all laughed at my moon names. Oh, right. I know. I knew no, there were yeah. multiple, but like I meant more specifically right now, do they show up in the daytime because of like different... Oh, yeah, like not always at the moment. I'd say today one of the smaller moons is showing up during that. Sometimes they do show up okay. during the day, yeah. Um, most of the time, you kind of see all three at night. Um, cool. Which is good fun when you're like, oh yeah, north is uh, <laughs> that one. <laughs> Yuri runs downstairs and heads over to the bar, presumably. Mm-hmm. To fetch a hearty a, breakfast of uh, ale. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I like bang on the bar top who's ever to get who's ever in attention. Morning, as the half orc walks over, Morning. cleaning a mug. Uh, what the? Could I get a nice, helping, hearty meal for me and four other people, please? We're gonna be going out in the cold. We need something to stick to our bones, you know, keep us warm. Sure, pick a table. I'll have it over. All right, I pick whichever table's closest. And he just nods at you and heads back over to one of the other sides of the bar, you see him talking to some people, and then he kind of heads to like a little door behind the bar and opens the top of you. Five! Four breakfast! Five! And shuts it again. <laughs> and it goes back to cleaning. <laughs> At this point, I come down the stairs. But you saw him stop for a moment, count on his fingers, because you'd said four, and he's <laughs> wait, no, that means five. <laughs> Gunark slowly makes his way down the stairs. Gunny, baby, I saved you a seat. Oh, thank you very much. Wow, where's the, uh, we getting breakfast already set up? Okay. Of course. Yeah, it's all taken care of. Sit down, relax, you know, let's, let's talk, be friendly while we wait for the other Presumably group. at this point, the come. other three slowly descend. I would say Mary comes in from outside and is like, oh, good, second breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> you had the first breakfast and you didn't tell me, Merida. I thought we were friends. You aren't up yet. I'm always up for first breakfast. Well, see, now I know that about you, and you will always get first breakfast. Okay, I, I'm holding you to that, just so you know. Presumably, sure Mary was just days. outside, just <laughs> gathering stuff, anything cool she could find. Just, just works. kind of walking around, helping. helping Ethan just appears out of the corner yes. of a room. <laughs> I was waiting for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> like the, the, there was like a dark corner and you're like hey where's it <laughs> hello my, my friends son. I'm going to suck your blood 
took you guys long enough. As the shadows melt away. <laughs> like, you just... Everyone's like, oh, hey, where's Ethan? And he's right here, and you just notice he's been sat in one of the chairs the whole time, but no one noticed. <laughs> nice. He's just that sneaky. Right. He's there, uh, feet up on the table. We do a 365 degree <laughs> turn as it pans around. Ethan's not yeah. there, it pans back around. He is. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Turns out he was the one behind the camera. <laughs> hey, guys. Hey, guys, Thank welcome so to much. my vlog. <laughs> welcome to breakfast with my adventuring crew. Let's go. So, like, today, <laughs> we're totally going to throw pass. <laughs> Number five, Burger King Footlet. <laughs> Don't worry about uh, breakfast eaten. I've already got it on the way. If you haven't eaten yet, if so, have some more. And at this point, no, I haven't eaten. Thank you. You see um, what actually seems to be a small aracocra, this bird person, walking over. The, the wing arms are like fully extended, plates lining both arms. It comes over, breakfast, just slides it onto the table and patters away. There's like a, a oh, really thank, nice, like, thank you. hobble to the step, just kind of bouncing along. Just pitter patters away back into the kitchen behind the bar. You said, wait, you said, you said he was a bird? Like, yeah, creature? it's an aracocra, so they're like ah. bird people. They're okay. about Mary's height. Um, this one was about three and a half foot, um, kind of blue-ish feathers, bit of a rounded beak, and just like these beady eyes <laughs> that didn't really seem to focus on anyone, was just kind of, ooh, person, 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 as they slid the, <laughs> the plates onto the table and then just patted away. Hopefully these aren't his eggs. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, let's eat, drink, be merry. We got a long road cold road in front of us. You get a uh, kind of standard Dragon's End hearty breakfast. It is a couple of eggs. There's a couple of pieces of um, wolf jerky, which Merida would probably be quite familiar with. Um, yeah, it's not my favorite, but it'll do in a pinch. Yeah, it's, it's just standard, like, there was a wolf, we killed it, we dried it out, threw some salt on it, here you go. <laughs> How, uh, how much do I need to give the bartender? Age or the for the breakfast? Don't worry about it. Right. It goes back to cleaning the mug. I'll tip him. I'll flick him okay. a gold just out of catches it. Nature. Nods. Yeah, there's, it's it's a nice like hearty meal like you'd requested. There's some kind of like half mashed potatoes and a good chunk of butter slowly melting into it. Um, it's it's kind of enough to give you. You know, a little bit of protein from the eggs and the meat, but just like a bunch of carbs to get you through walking in the cold. <laughs> so what, who all of us needs to get some thicker coats and whatnot? Because I know we want to be on the road pretty quick. Well, I for one definitely need one. Maybe divide and conquer tasks. I think that would be. Yeah, we should probably all use a, an update on our, on our gear. It's a long, it's a long walk. Uh, I'm fine with seeing about our winnings and any other possible rewards for the mine, you know, because as my mom always says, if you're good at something, you never do it for free. <laughs> so I'd like to think that. That's myself. And then if Tank we want pops up. to Someone divide. called. <laughs> <laughs> Thank my friend. I, I just like pull him onto a chair. It's like his life motto. <laughs> 
uh, I'll need to go to the tailor if we're gonna get coats, cause uh, I doubt they're gonna have anything in my size. So seven foot. <laughs> uh, I guess I'll go with whoever wants to look for coats, or I can look for coats for people. Uh, I'll go with you. Oh yeah. I'll come with your guns. It's better to uh, get your your stuff tailored. Yeah, I'm have, telling you guys, it's really gonna it's gonna make a difference. I have the wonderful ability oh. of being able to fit the clothing. <laughs> uh, I just hand gun my leather coat that I have, my leather mm -hmm. trench coat, and just say, if you could just kindly uh, get just some fur on the collar and on the inside. That's all I think I need. And I hand you a, like five gold maybe I think will be enough I don't know if it's not enough I'll pay out the my earnings from the betting and all that stuff yeah of course uh, I'll see what they can do with this thank you gun I appreciate the money I uh, look to Merida if you would be so kind as to find a long coat fitting of my particular style as you have learned it something warm but still befitting <laughs> Very warm and flashy. I got it. <laughs> Just keep the receipt. I'll pay you back. Seth, would you like to go with me to talk about our winnings and rewards for the mine and the vet, the gnome tossing it and all that? It would seem pertinent to ensure that you are not alone. Sounds good, my friend. Cool. The rest of you start heading off around town. I'll ask Tank, uh, before we leave, I'll ask Tank where the bookie would be if he survived. I'm a, I well, know uh, I know he holds up somewhere. I don't think anyone actually knows. He's a bit of a bit of a shifty sorts. Hey, uh, you, you know, you know how it'd be with some of them. Why thoughtful look and I, I go Booker just loudly into the general vicinity. <laughs> I am called. <laughs> it worked. <laughs> just comes slowly trudging over to you guys. <laughs> I believe uh, there's some bets that need to be handled, some rewards need to be handed out for the gnome tossing. Great. Mm. So, uh, let's see what I got here. And he flicks through the notepad. Um, Tank, we had three from Yuri, ten from Merida, two for Gonak. Three for Ethan. Am I right? That that sounds about the right. You know I'm right. I got it written down here. I'm just asking out of courtesy. Uh, he reaches into he swings this small backpack off his back and sets it down with a very loud thud and starts rifling through. And you can just hear like the clinking of coins as he's rifling through a backpack. Um, he says. You get a, you bet, and then you bet back for the winning. So six for Yuri, 20 for Mary, four for Gunnok, and three for Ethan. That's six even. My apologies. Uh, what about uh, our wrecking ball friend who went even further? than before. I know we put some bets on him. I don't know. Wrecking Ball second came place second. Yuri bet 10. Merida bet 5. Gonak refrained. 
An eighth and bent five. He reaches through the bag again, gives out 15 to Yuri. There's seven for Merida and seven for Ethan. And uh, the winning part split between the thrower and the gnome. And he uh, rifles through his bag. 35 each. Not a, not a bad haul at all. Uh, where, I don't know if you would know, where would uh, Lord Darkseeker be at this hour? Are you asking Booker? Yeah. You seen the big castle in town? I, I didn't know if the obvious answer was the correct answer. Right up in there. <laughs> Appreciate it. Way that. up inside. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Like, Yuri's even a little uncomfortable with the booker now. <laughs> well, Seth, uh, shall we head to the castle to see about the reward as well? Keeping an eye or, on the booker. I believe I go that now. would be a good idea. <laughs> Our business uh, seems to be through, booker. He will, he, you he see will him never hand be... a few other bags to Tank. And Tank just, thank you! Slips <sighs> them into his pockets. And... Bye. And just slowly <laughs> just walks away. He's a creepy fellow, that guy. I heard that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hear <Right>. everything. <laughs> He's behind you now. <laughs> mm-hmm. His, you, I mean, Seth keeping an eye on him, you see him just slowly walk out the front door. Which... <laughs> I worry just... how easy it was to find him. Um, the same here. Yeah, he always, uh... Well, shall we? I took the castle and see what we find. Always seems to be wherever he's needed. It's so weird. <laughs> I wonder how far that extends. <laughs> <laughs> Random bets throughout the entire yeah. campaign now. You will just always be there. My thought is... DM scribbles like, down note. <laughs> an, arrow, an arrow comes hurtling towards you. Look up! <laughs> 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 I hate you. <laughs> uh, once Yuri's done with the booker, he's gonna. Like, it's like an epic boom you get at castle. level twenty. You can just summon him as a shield. <laughs> Place a bet on something random when we need some cash. Uh, so uh, you start making your way towards the castle, and as you do, the rest of you you're heading around town, being kind of pointed around mm-hmm, mm-hmm. by various townsfolk. Um, are you heading straight for the tailor? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's where we're headed, straight to the tailor. Oh. They're ex- 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 voicing this guy. <laughs> you see, it's quite a nice establishment. It did manage to escape most of the ransacking. It has a few scorch marks on it. There's a few broken windows. And there's a sign kind of now hanging by a single chain as opposed to the two that were having it affixed to the post. So it's kind of hard to read, but presumably Mary's the kind of person that sees the sign and just immediately tilts her head to read it as it's swinging awkwardly. And there's like the signs, like a big boulder being pushed up a cliff for some reason. And it just says, giant-sized garments. (laughs) Um, And you're like, that's a bit of a strange name for a tailor. And you you head inside and there's a little ding, 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 as the, the bell above the door rings. And you just hear as this massive, really mean-faced Goliath, who's 
strangely finely dressed for a Goliath, comes stomping towards you with like a really mean scowl on his face. And it just immediately softens the minute he opens my Yes, can I help you? <laughs> hey there, so lovely to meet you. Uh, my name is Mary, and that's my friend. Pleasure to meet you. Uh, Gans here, and, and, and even. Right? Yeah. We're all okay. It was just you three. Us three. <laughs> Mary talks to herself a lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we need some. Uh, gotta get these boys outfitted. We're, we're gonna be traveling. You know, it's cold. Of course. Out in the snow. Yes, and then we've got a couple other people Horrible. that we have to shop for. So I'm just going to start with the one that I think is going to be the most complicated, okay? So he's about of course. this big. I gesture with my <laughs> arms because Mary cannot yeah. <laughs> Wanting something kind of long. Uh, if it could be kind of dark, that would be cool. And if it could be like embroidered with like a dark thread with some filigree fun on it, that would be great. Just a little... A little extra bling at the bottom. And and then I think, Guns, you've got a, a, a custom alteration for uh Yeah, for Yuri, right? uh, we've got our friend's coat here. He just wants it fur-lined. I'll see what I... Oh, that smells awful. I'll see what I can do. And he kind of folds it over his arm. Yeah, don't breathe in. Uh, no. D- d- anything else? I need... A, well, you see me, you know. So, uh... It, it's lucky that but you can see as well like now that he's holding it in kind of like the you know you have your arm at like 90 degrees with the the coat folded over it you could see like rippling muscles this guy is huge uh and he's running a tailor shop from the looks of it yeah i i just need you know something befitting someone of my stature hold still and he kind of flops the coat onto the desk and pulls out a very like delicate tape measure mm-hmm. raise your arms Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I could do something with that. Wonderful. Uh, Very thin for a minotaur, aren't you? Yeah, well, if you ever go to Thistlewood, you'll see. I mean, look at me. <laughs> oh, and, and picks up the coats again. And uh, <laughs> I need some hats, too. Uh, my friend Yuri is kind of similar to the minotaur, but the, the horns are kind of in a different... But he'll need a, a good uh, fur hat for his for his noggin. And well, uh, the, the selection of hats is on the side. You could. Yeah, but the horn placement is. Ah, oh, it'll be fine. I see. The horns as well. Right. I'll uh, make a few adjustments. Yeah. He, you can see he's like scribbling down on the the small notepad with like a really nice delicate feather quill. And then uh, Ethan looks at him. Kind of just gets into mm-hmm. real detail of what he wants. I definitely just want, you know, a robe that goes over me like a shawl with like fur everywhere. I want fur inside with nice leather outing portions. Of course, and uh, presumably with, uh, you want some sort of lining or covering so that metal mask doesn't freeze to the lower half of your face. Yes. Thank you. Um, that'd unless be that is part of and your then... face, in which case, terribly sorry. Ah. Uh, <laughs> no, it's not. Good to know. You, you know with the, the prosthetics and, then, and the, how they do those. Could be anything these days. <laughs> very true. Aren't you just but um, I also went ahead and uh, if I can get the... Do you have any, you know, wolf fur or wolf remains? Do I have wolf <laughs> Yes. All right. I'd like to have the hood cover over with the actual face of the wolf. More for disguise purposes. I mean, it won't do very well disguising you as a wolf. 
but right. <laughs> presumably that's not what you're going for. Uh, but yes, I could no, do that. No, not, not quite. <laughs> and then, are you able to put fur braces as well as graves on? Can do. All right. All right. And before you go off to do all of this, uh, uh, what is your name? So it's a uh, pleasure to meet uh, you. Melando. What, what was that? Uh, Melando. Melando, okay. Pleasure to make your acquaintance. You as well. It's, thank you so much for doing all this. Uh, if you could do it as fast as possible, we'll pay a little extra. Well, of course. Uh, anything for the, the, the heroes who saved our town. Uh, I will take the advance payment for doing it faster, certainly, and a little bit for the extra alterations. But apart from that, uh, we'll write off the rest of thank the costs you. for the gear as a thanks. Ethan looks over at Gunnar. Thank Didn't you see so that. much. I know, and he kind of like tickles the top of your head with the feather of the quill. <laughs> and how much total is it going to be? Uh, uh, with the alterations and the customizations, uh, why don't we call it? Uh, we'll call it five gold. Wonderful. Here you go, and I'll just put all five. Thank you. Five gold for all of that. Dang. And he just that's good. Heads back behind like a curtain. All right. Well, we still gotta <laughs> head up the general start. Gonna get you boys some long johns. I, I don't know what those are, but uh, sure, we can try to find some long... Are they like tall people named Jonathan? Is that what we're looking for? That's exactly what they are. They'll just <laughs> huddle around you as you walk. It seems very, like, not cost-effective at all. <laughs> Old guns. You're silly. No, it's undergarments for, for cold weather. Like, you know, you layer so you don't freeze to death. Oh, that does make a lot more sense than a bunch of people named John. So that does, you know what? Yeah, let's look for that instead of any people named John. I mean, we could do both if you're just feeling squirrely. <laughs> well, I... And at this point, you have reached the outside of the general store. Unfortunately, the sign for which was completely blasted off. We'll never know what it was called. <laughs> Probably we the shop. general store. <laughs> Dragons and general goods. Could could be mercantile if they were trying to be fancy. But anyway, yeah. We will go in and purchase standard travel gear. Okay. And we can have yeah. witty fun banter with a shopkeeper if you would like. Or yeah, I was, could... I was, I was going to say, you, you kind of head in as again, there's a nice little ding, 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 with another little bell. I love um, that the bell survived. <laughs> yeah, the little things, you know? It kind of seemed like the sign seems to be the only thing that was actually affected. It's like the sign got blasted off by some stray something, and then as you kind of enter in, you can see there's a gaping hole in the back of the store <laughs> that you didn't notice from the outside. But the bell survived. <laughs> and as the bell rings, you hear, Oh, uh, yeah, the, uh, hey, hey, uh, be, be, be right with you there. Uh, yeah, and you hear, and like this little halfling slowly pops up from behind the counter. Hey there, how you doing? Hi, good, 
good morning to you, sir. Uh, we're just here to do some light shopping. Don't know if you've got uh, your, your shelves all sorted and stuff, but, uh, you know. I, 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 I got what I got. I think that's inherently true. You always have what you <laughs> yeah. have and don't have what you don't have. So I appreciate you. Uh, you know, I a lot mm -hmm. of people seem to, to point out when I point out things like that. But, you know, I <laughs> like you. I think that's smart. I like you, too. All right, let's see here. We're going to need uh, some long johns and uh, price uh, some mess kits. Uh, how, are, how are you boys on uh, on sleeping rolls? Bed rolls, you got. We're gonna need that. How about just some? Uh, you got some like prepackaged camping gear. We could just some blankets. Uh, well, we can't do any fishing at this. Not, not without a pick. Uh, let's see here. Some backpacks. Uh, well, presumably everyone's got like the backpack bed roll standard stuff from the starting equipment. Um, yeah, I actually mm -hmm. don't. I didn't start with a bedroll, but I have like a backpack and stuff. I have a blanket, so Yuri would need a bedroll, like out of game wise. I know right, I'm right. not there. Right, same. A pigeon. Yeah. A pigeon comes in. You <laughs> <laughs> said <laughs> it, it's Yuri needs a bedroll. <laughs> oh, I could totally send Fleeg as a crow with you a piece of parchment saying, "Oh, I forgot. Here's the things I need." Also, yeah. if you were wondering, they just sent a, a grocery list. Oh, thank you, Fleeg. <laughs> yeah. Bye bye. Yeah, we would have come prepared. Yeah, so definitely. Like, uh, we would have communicated. Mild screeching as he flies off. Extra paper, pots and pans, some food, so rations. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I can do some hunting easy peasy as long as there's something to kill. But you know, if there's nothing so, to yeah. kill, then so, I can't do the hunting. What are you guys going for? So, how many bed rolls do we need? Uh, Yuri does not have one. Neither I does I only anything. have a blanket. Freeze to death in the Halidorai. Bed rolls are only a gold apiece, so if I overbuy, oh well. Yes. <laughs> Extra comfy bed roll. So we'll just say one for everyone, apart from you, so four. Yeah. Assuming that Merida just assumes no one else has one. So, oh, my, my friends are from out of town. Yeah, they don't have know no idea things. what they're doing. <laughs> okay, so four bed rolls. Yeah. Uh, I need a blanket for sure. Yeah, a couple extra blankets. Yeah. Uh, I only have one ration. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's see. Uh, because I've made the trip, I know that it will take exactly this many days. You were you were told through pass is around a day and a half to two days travel. All right. So you were told that when Axel. You, you spoke to him about three pass, and you were like, hey, what can you tell us about three pass? And he was like, oh, it's about a day or two's travel from here. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I have enough rations to make it to three pass. Well, you know, as long as nothing goes wrong. Well, if we get the good rations, they, they last for like... DM looks up and smiles evilly as he says, as long as nothing goes wrong. Exactly. <laughs> Strokes beard. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, so... Blankets you could get for like three silver each. I I think we should get uh, some like water skins as well. Just to... oh yeah, extra water. Yuri skins. has one, but uh... it's full of alcohol at all times. Right. <laughs> water skin would run you like a couple of silver, if that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, we'll call it a silver piece for a water skin. 
torches, maybe. Yeah. And like you do see, he has a fair amount of kind of just general adventuring supplies. Has managed to survive. Um, there are a few pieces of relatively scorched rope and a few pieces of intact rope. <laughs> a couple of grappling hooks hanging from a similar display, just like your standard adventuring supplies. You know, I'm gonna. I'm gonna splurge here and just get a climbing kit. You never know. So now Ethan does have pittance if you need them later on. Like the actual yeah. climber's kit or just a grappling hook? No, the actual kit with the little hammer and the yes. little small pittance. Yeah, it would be about 20 gold here. Then you get the sense there's a little bit of slight discounting going on here and there for saving the town. <laughs> I'm uh, trying to think if there's anything else that a ranger would be like, while I'm taking these people, what else do I need? Make sure we have fire them. starters and stuff. Equipment. I have one, but... Yeah. Sure he has well, a tinder box. Oh, you know what? Do you have any tents? Because, boy, when that wind gets a blowing. Ah, uh, he kind of jumps off whatever he was standing on. <laughs> like, you hear... <laughs> He's easy. Yeah, gets I know that struggle, Behind the counter and runs back behind, like, the section that's partially blown open. I, uh... Yeah, I, I got four! And he kind of comes... <laughs> and, like, dumps them on the counter. There, there are two-person tents, if, uh, if, if that's good for you. Yeah, I think we only need two then, right? Because we can bunk up. Yeah, yeah, scratches his head. It's, uh, they, uh, mo- most, most of them got, uh, in, in, incinerated, though, so, the, 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 those, those will be, uh, three gold each. Get it! Do I get the sense that they're big enough at all for me to, like, be length- they are like, lengthwise? I mean, <laughs> they're for normal- in inverted commas people, I guess. Like, you reckon if you kind of scrunch up a little, you probably could. I could curl up. Yeah. Take up, like, one side. I mean, if it's, if it's like, two people to a tent and there's five of you and you have your own tent, probably, and the rest of them <laughs> bunk up together. <laughs> yeah. Or if, like, Mary and I share a yeah. tent. Yeah. I'd, I'd do an L shape. Take up like a Mary just curls up in a ball. That sounds nice and toasty warm to me, so I'm okay with it. Yeah, and you can see like there are various things, but like a lot of it's just been destroyed. Much to your dismay, Merida, there is like a half burned quiver that had like burned open. There's just a big hole in the bottom of it. Like, that's probably the first thing Mary would have noticed as she walked in. She's like, oh, a quiver. No! So sad. Uh, and soap. Oh, yeah. Soap. We're going to need that. Important. <laughs> Onto the counter, just smacks this big old sack. God, imagine being hit by a sack full of, like, 20 bars of soap. Instant knockout. <laughs> yeah. It's bad enough with just, like, one in a sock. Might be, it good, might be stronger man. than, uh... Yuri's uh, thoughts and prayers. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I think we um, can... Yeah, they're just like... You could get two bars for a copper. It's it's not particularly expensive. Yeah. Just make sure we have some. Um, they, they do have fancier stuff from uh, Wildthorn, if you're willing to spend more. White soap? Um, it's just for cleaning. 
Yeah. I'm getting fancy with soap. They, no, but they have like some of the, the, the fancy wild thorn soap with like fragrance uh, and flowers you know what, I'll get, in it. I'll get some f- fancy wild thorn soap for yeah. uh, Yuri. That's uh, so, five know, silver. It might make him, maybe he'll mm-hmm. just keep it in his pocket and smell it and think of home. <laughs> he just slowly gets this greasy stain in his pocket from the soap melting. <laughs> But would it? It's cold outside. Um, (laughs) Body heat versus walking in the snow. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so that's five silver for the the fancier wild thorn soap. Smells like over intense old spice, just so you know. (laughs) Wild thorn (laughs) is actually Mm -hmm. a total scent Mm -hmm. they have. (laughs) Yeah. Nice. Um... Well, that should probably. Are you uh, did you say? Oh yeah. Uh, let's do. Uh, rations can last for yes, days. You. I think so typically. It's so three silver for do... a day of rations. Each. So when you like on D and D Beyond, you start off with like ten rations. That's ten days worth of rations. Uh, we could just do like ten total to share right. if it's only a two-day trip. And people already have some, so... And that would be three gold. Always hunt stuff down. Yep, sounds good. All right. Exactly. (laughs) It just slides like a bowl of trail mix towards us. (laughs) The Ziploc. (laughs) Yeah. Everything else is full, like, medieval renaissance, and there's just actual Ziploc I always just picture trail mix as just... Rations is trail mix in a Ziploc bag, but it just has to be, (laughs) With the occasional scrap of meat, if you're lucky. Beef jerky. Yeah. Yeah, just gorp. Just in a normal, like, beef jerky from a gas station (laughs) bag, like... Um, yeah, so... Okay, that's the stuff you managed to get. Right. There's like, there's hot. You can also see as well from where this big chunk's been blown away. There is oh, yeah. literally half a set of navigators' tools, which could have been quite useful, but it's half the set got blown up. So it's kind of like half a compass, <laughs> a sextant, a couple of pieces of paper, and you can't really do a massive amount with just those things. Yeah, I don't know how to use those anyway. We'll just use the stars. It's probably is, uh, that that uh that all you needin'? I think that'll do us just fine, sir. What's that bring us to then? The blankets. So three, four gold for the bedrolls, three silver for a blanket. So he would do five silver for the lot. Can I just like give him ten gold and call it a day? Yeah. Here you go. Yeah, that's help rebuild whatever. Yeah, if there's if there's extras there for you. Thank you. <laughs> he slides it like a coin at a time <laughs> off the counter. Hey, don't spend that all in one place, she says in halfling. In halfling years, I am the general store. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird the halflings here; they don't joke around. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this. Sorry, <laughs> like guys. Half, it was joking back like a, where am I going to spend it? I am the general store. <laughs> general store. So yeah, you guys 
bump into uh, Yuri and Seth on their way out as you leave with just armfuls of stuff <laughs> um, and a small uh, piece of paper from the tailor that you were given to return with and collect your new gear. Were we given a time estimate? Yes. He said to give him, because it's a few alterations, so he said give him about an hour. You did pay for it to be done quickly. Well, that's that's <laughs> enough time to go get 11 Z's. Awesome. <laughs> so yeah, what would you guys like to do? Got done up in the castle or as we were heading to the castle? Yeah, you can head to uh, Dragonstone Keep. So we're all back at the castle. So it's just going to be in my in Yuri's mind just real quick with whoever the court like accountant or whatever just mm-hmm. to see if there was possibly money reward for the mine and whatnot. I think even though it was kind uh, of like not necessarily asked to do that. Yeah. Um you you are given a small bag of about 20 gold as just thanks um and it does have like a small kind of tag attached to it which does mention stores in the city or stores in the town will offer some slight discount where they can as further thanks so with that bag i hand five gold to everybody to split it up i turn to while we're walking i turn to mary how much do i owe you for the coat I'm sure is forthcoming. Well, it was the, the, the whole order was only five gold. I he didn't really give us like an itemized which part was how much, but uh, it was uh, guns paid for. We'll it. we'll consider uh, gun keep the five gold I gave you to make up for it. Yeah, no problem. Don't worry about it. Uh, shall we? Is it ready or? Uh, we got about an hour uh, until okay. uh, we can go back and pick it up. Okay. I mean, it, it takes a while okay. to kind of get from the shop all the way to the castle, and then you're so taking the time through, we get back, given yeah. the stuff. So by the time you're done, you come back. Yeah, actually, um, the other ready. two of you. <laughs> yeah, the other two of you have the pleasure of uh, back to the entering into the tailor's store and seeing this absolute giant of a Goliath. Oh, hello! And these must be the other two. Ah, the horn. Oh, those aren't quite what I was expecting. Come. And he kind of like Yuri walks up to him. Gestures to Yuri. I know it's a little different, probably, than what you've seen with most satyrs, and uh... like pulls out the tape measure along your horns. Interesting, they both go in different directions. Yes, you see this this one curls this one. Oh, quite unusual. Yeah, I get that a lot. In a good way, though. Don't ever let it be taken as a bad thing. <laughs> I like the way you think, my friend. And he reaches behind the counter and just. <laughs> plops this hat on your head. Uh, hold still for a second. Pulls out like a very large, sharp pair of scissors. He cuts off like some excess that was pressing up against the horn. Much better. Ah. Thank you. Uh, I, who? Who? I, I, who? Whose idea was this? <laughs> oh, that's. Everyone looks at Mary. <laughs> Well, you gotta keep your noggin covered. <laughs> I just run up to like pick you up to give you a hug, and that's it. Oh, <laughs> thank you. I, I appreciate it. And uh, judging from your general 
Self, yeah. I presume this is yours, and he holds up the coat, <laughs> which much. is now lined very thickly with fur. Ah. <laughs> oh, this is this is very nice. Just the, what uh, if you don't mind me asking, what it type is of heavy? Oh, sweet. What kind of fur do you have on this? Uh, the, that was from. Uh, and he flicks through, um, like a little logbook on the table. Ah, yes. One of the uh, snow leopards that our hunters brought in recently. Snow leopard fur, I like. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he just starts distributing out the clothes to the rest of you. Um, similar kind of styles, um, with the exception of Ethan's, where it it kind of the general cloak slash jacket thing slash shawl <laughs> kind of starts off as that kind of same snow leopardy fur and as it goes up it's somehow totally seamlessly blending together into the wolf which then kind of comes out from the inside into like a nice collar that's turned over and then the wolf's head that you can flip over your head um yes that was awesome and seth you get kind of similar vibe to Yuri's. It's not as thick, obviously, because it doesn't have, like, a trench coat <laughs> attached onto it, but it's very nice, very finely brushed snow leopard fur kind of on the inside, so if you close it up, you don't necessarily see the furs, but if you wanted to have it open on display, it is open and on display. There's some very fine embroidering on it. The notes were passed on by Merida, and then kind of along the bottom as it kind of starts to open and fan out along the bottom. Um, there's sparkling embroidery and almost, they're definitely like stones, but they do kind of look like precious gemstones in a way that are kind of sewn in to look like snow has fallen on the bottom of it. So kind of like you get the impression this slight train that it has going <laughs> behind it almost as it hits the snow will just kind of blend in seamlessly and it will look like your cloak is forming out of the snow Ooh. in a way that's cool that's cool this is lovely lovely work uh, i yeah. and he kind of i presume this one is for you yes and he holds it towards you i uh... let me just double check the fit and he kind of puts it on for you <laughs> perfection and kind of turns you around and there's a mirror behind you I look at I look in the mirror and just yeah <laughs> yes yes <laughs> and it's like you notice as well now you have it on it's like so the buttons are on the inside and it's kind of like you can just kind of if you want to hide the fur you can just close it up and the buttons being on the inside will just make it look like it's one seamless piece. So I uh, I leave it open and I like clasp down the robe. About to the waist, so that the robe still trails off of me, and just mm -hmm. and look at it. Just, yes, this will be lovely traveling attire. I thank you. My pleasure. You all look wonderful. Um, and just kind of like for Gunnar and Mary, it's just kind of fairly standard cold weather traveling gear. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the big furry. Yeah, stuff. They weren't necessarily too bothered about it. They were just like, "Here's what we want. <laughs> we want to stay warm." Um, no specific kind of specifications. Um, there is like a slight kind of indent almost on the shoulder for uh, Mary's one, 
which actually makes a nice, really, really nice, really comfortable resting place for the strap for your quiver. Oh. Um, like, it's all taken into account everything that he saw that you didn't even realize he'd noticed from you guys. Um, well, his passive just perception must be through <laughs> Like, there's almost, I think it is, I can't remember the exact name for the tails on those kind of coats, but it's kind of, for gun arcs, it's in almost three sections. So there's like a centerpiece mm-hmm. and then the other two sides of it are separated so that the sheath for the rapier just kind of goes straight through this gap and the coat falls perfectly around it with no ride up or anything. It's just perfectly sized out from how the rapier was hanging on your hip. Um, you get the sense he got some of that from when he was actively measuring you as well with the tape measure. Wonderful I job. Think, I think we're very, very well off. I do, um, I do pride myself on my fine work, thank you. I do. do. Would it be possible to make a couple very slight, very quick alterations? Potentially. I would like a simple pocket in the sleeve for this wand. One that I could, with a flourish, pull the wand Easily out. done, and he's... I do happen to have a scrap of the leftover leopard material. Let me just... Uh, he kind of reaches and... Mm-hmm. Do, do you mind if I... And he slips of it off. You see now that you didn't really see before. He pulls out a very delicate needle and thread. Straight in and is just like sewing with this incredible speed and elegance. Just Look at the flick uh, of the wrist. <laughs> yeah. Um, holds it back out to you. Oh, give that a try. I put it back so on. Not I... necessarily that you could just, you, you know, flick it straight out into your hand, but it'll hold securely and you can pull it out with your other hand. That'll work. You know, do so. Lovely. Perfect. Yeah. No, uh, just. There, to... are, there are other uh, tailors and articles of clothing where you could have, you know, the quick release wrist no, sheath, I suppose. No, yeah. But that would take a bit longer, and I wasn't aware that was happening at the time. I, uh, so I just apologize. To, just to attempt it, I like put it in and like grasp like it. Like it kind of sticks a little kind bit. Kind of grasp with one finger and like. Yeah, that'll work fine. <laughs> it's not. It's, it's hard to get out because of just how it's been. It's not the done. most elegant, but I can. You're, you're stuck work. there, like your fingers get caught in the sleeve for a second. You're just like, ah, ah. You know, like when you're trying to put your hand into a coat and it gets stuck, and you're like, no, that'll no. <laughs> and the other, I'm sure it was forgotten, but my bird, I would just like a little bit of reinforcement on my right shoulder. So that the talons don't dig quite into my shoulder as they usually do. Uh, leather or similar material? Um, leather would be just fine. He gets, he holds up a few different pieces of leather and finds one that kind of matches the tone of the rest of it. And then sews on this nice dark leather patch that if you were to look quickly, you wouldn't even notice. Wonderful. Thank you very much. And I, I hand him two gold just for the oh, thank you. very sudden alterations that I've asked for. Greatly appreciated. Is that uh, that all? I, I, I believe so, friend. Yeah, so uh, I think we'll be off. Thank you, Melando. Uh, very nice to meet you. And we and will you, tell tales on of your journeys. wonderful uh, craftsmanship all across the land. 
Please do you do. have any business cards we could just I could just take it with us and I do and he kind of reaches behind the counter and hands you a small bag that just has you you open it and there's these kind of small stone coins that have the logo mm-hmm. and the name like embossed into them all right business coins got it we'll hand these out you, you know it seemed all the time fitting goliath stones but you know i see what you you know we have to lean into our things sometimes you know of course well not me so much people have to lean in to my thing more <laughs> but uh, yes definitely <laughs> And he's just kind of like stood there, like <laughs> smiling at you, like a. Oh, yep. If that's everything, I think. yeah, just get out. <laughs> kind, of, <laughs> kind of like you know when they're just staring at you, like if you don't want anything else, can you leave? <laughs> I was Not gonna say like once your COVID got his way, jacket on, just, uh, out the door. This is really awkward. Please get out my shop. <laughs> uh, I will start heading out and. Uh... Kind of like okay. look around to the group and then just yeah. uh, does anybody know mm-hmm. uh, the way to through pass? Because I certainly don't. Uh, do mm-hmm. I think I think Zephdos Zephdos, yes. and Mary would have passed it on the way if she was going down the main road. She would have gone through through pass, probably missing Seth by days. <laughs> yep, same. Yes. So I think me and Gunnark are the only ones who have no idea where we're going right now. <laughs> yeah. The, the the other two would kind of have, like, vague ideas. They could have taken other routes. Seth definitely knows, having literally come straight from Through Pass to Dragon's End, presumably taking the main road, as it is definitely the safest. <laughs> cool. So with that, as you guys start to exit this basically giant crater that is dragon's end and you pull the furs around you as this bitter cold just smacks you in the face (laughs) the second you leave the warmth of dragon's end that's where we will uh end this session perfect thank you so much for listening remember the easiest way to find all of our links is at practicalheroes.com please consider supporting us at patreon.com forward slash practical heroes to help us to continue to deliver awesome content and start to raise production quality. All money goes straight back into our shows. If you're hungry for more Practical Heroes D&D, why not check out our weekly livestream on Fridays at 9pm EST, Voldonia by Starlight, over on Twitch and YouTube. That's all for now, remember to share us with your friends, and we'll see you next time.